0: Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode fifteen of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at four PM in Europe, three PM in the UK, and nine AM in Central US. If you miss the podcast for whatever reason, you can catch up with the whole show every Sunday, where I upload the whole video to my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis or you can check out the audio-only version, which is available on Google Play Music and on iTunes. We'd also like some suggestions of other uh, Android platforms that you want us to have the podcast on so we can get that on those platforms for you as well. But if you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, put them in the chat and we'll try and answer as many questions as we can. So, I'm just going to introduce you to everyone in the room, like none of them need any introduction. Uh, he is the real-life Wade Watts from Ready Player One. It is Nathie.
1: How how you doing, mate? You alright? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing alright. That's, that's, a, that's a big announcement you're making here. It's true. You know, if there's a Ready Player One too, then yes, I am going to be the one. The chosen one. <laughs> is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like your hat, by the way. It's very, very, you. very nice touch. That's right. So, uh, next up, he is the most dedicated VR Twitch streamer in the world. That is a very true fact. It is Zimtok5. How you doing, man? I'm going to cry!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Proud moment.
0: No, it's just because of uh, this week has been a
3: tumultuous week. I'm really looking forward to talking about it.
0: Yeah, but it's true though, right, you, you are very dedicated, like, uh, you've got a schedule, you know, you do how many streams per week? Several. Uh, go four, four, four guaranteed,
3: seven. and lately I've been kind of doing six, so, uh, and a lot of those yeah. have been, yeah, long hours, but, uh, you know, eight hours at work, mm. then I come home and I do seven hours or eight hours on the show, I sleep for an hour or two, I get up again and do it again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, That's it's crazy, like, I, it
0: I, I, yeah, like, it's incredible what you do, like, I tip my hat to you, Zim.
2: Well done, man.
3: Uh, well, welcome uh, to myself and everyone else here today, who's very, looking very festive. I guess I'll join the fray.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, man, now I feel like totally left out. Okay. You so uh this jumper, next, Christmas Mike. Guy, what are you complaining about? That is true. It's a VR one as well, which is very nice. Thanks to VR cover, by the way. Little plug there. Uh, so uh,
2: the next guy, okay. he likes to
0: uh, put on masks and rob banks in VR. It is the one and only rowdy guy. How you doing man? You're looking very festive with your yeah, glasses I on. Yeah,
2: I,
4: I got some new glasses, you know, let, let, me just, let me just show them to the stream here. I got my Christmas glasses and I also got like my, you know, Happy New Year's glasses as well. So I'm fully prepared
0: for this stream and uh, ready to go. You, so fabulous. So, so fabulous. And last, but by no means least, myself, the bearded bald guy, Mike from Virtual Reality Oasis. So this episode we've got our full show for you guys. We're going to be talking about Fallout 4, we're going to be talking about L.A. Noir, Orbis VR, Vacation Simulator, and of course the winter sales that are coming up. So uh, I just wanted to sort of kick the show off with, uh, like I did last week actually, I wanted to talk about what you guys have been playing this week. Uh, I thought it was a nice way to begin the show, kind of ease us into it a little bit. So uh, let's start with uh, Zim. Let's uh, find out what you've been playing this Can week, dude. Uh... I'll tell you the
3: one that surprised me the most this week. Um
0: okay, go for which it. is
3: Attack of the Bugs, which yeah, I saw Mr. Rowdy jumped in on and saw me uh probably shriek a few times at it. It's an indie title that I went into and I thought, I'm gonna hate this bloody game. Um it, I played it on Rift and it was it, it was really good. Like the premise of the game is you're sunk halfway into the floor, and then you have like toy soldiers, toy robots, spray cans of pesticide, and you're fighting an onslaught of these bugs. It's kind of like a strategy game to an extent. To kill the nest and then proceed to a level. Uh, it's only a couple of hours long. Probably three or four. I think it took us to, to beat the 15 levels that are in there. But just the game mechanics were like really good. And for what is essentially a wave-based strategy game of some nature, <laughs> it's hard to put it in a box. Uh thought it was it really good quality. Really cool, though.
4: Yeah, it was just I, I, mean, like... I watched a bit of your stream and it looks really really fun. Yeah, because I like those kind of like strategy games where you like pl- Pluck things uh, down and, uh, and stuff yeah, like that. It's, it's almost turret defense. It's
3: almost like a turret defense game Yeah, and I yeah. love things like uh, Kitty apocalypse if any of you guys haven't played that that's a game yeah. worth playing I did that straight for 16 hours and beat it in one sitting but that was that was really worth doing like if you can do that one in one go it's really, really cool to go through all the different levels and see all the cats get just murdered by machine guns. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the other ones that I did Is were that... just were just kind of the main uh, the main ones that that popped out this week. So um, did Operation Apex. That was new, kind of a divingy one. Um, Fallout 4, LA Noir last night, along with Orbis VR. So did all those things. We're obviously going to be talking about them this week, but. A, yep. a, a very sawtooth, I was going to say. So, like, lots of these where I started off either very positive and went negative on it later, or started off negative and went positive. So, we'll talk about that during the show, no doubt.
0: Cool. A week full of surprises. Yeah. But that sounds very similar to um, Alchemist VR. I don't know if you've uh, checked that I... out. Alchemist Defender VR. Yeah. Uh, the way you sort of have a tower defense, you've got enemies coming towards you, and you can also fight them mm. off. Sounds kind of similar in a way, but I'll, I'll have to is, check that uh, out. Is that
3: the I one t- with the rats? Because I've played that for, like, 10 minutes I think it's like almost like rats with like shields and stuff coming at you and you're teleporting to like three different lanes
0: That's right. Yeah, it's got like four different worlds They all have their own enemies yeah. and own weapon sets. Uh, so yeah, you start off with the rats. Yeah, okay I didn't
3: right. get to the other worlds yet. So
0: yeah, but is it similar in that sense? Did you feel or? No um, okay. No, it's it's hard
3: to Describe why I wasn't a huge fan of alchemist, but um, I needed to play more to kind of settle my verdict on that one but I don't know. It, it, it was more. I think the thing that differentiates it is that your weapon crates drop around you, and you have this little grappling hook that you have to shoot and pull them in. And the tricky part is that if you sent soldiers out, your boxes it's grappling back to you. You'll bring your soldiers back, and so that's kind of like the thing you want to try to avoid. And you have to kind of like move around your scene to kind of bring the rope so that the box and with the with the physics doesn't get stuck on a table, doesn't hit your guys, and more importantly, in the part that made me scream a few times doesn't bring a spider right into your bloody face. That's wow. for, for an
0: erectophobic dude, like, that's not a yeah. good time. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of spiders either, so uh, I might have to check this one out. Right you now. should definitely <laughs> play it, Mike. I think yeah, it'll get yeah. some good
3: reactions out of you. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. So, uh, what about you, Rowdy? What have you been playing this week? I've weekend? actually played quite a bit. Of course, I've,
4: I've played Fallout uh, VR. I have not tried LA Noir uh, yet. Uh, I might still mm-hmm. do that on a later date. Uh, but I've played quite a few titles. I did the, the Apex uh, title that Zim just yeah. mentioned. Was Operation Apex. Operation Apex, because there's another Apex title that's coming out as well. That's why I was confused. Oh. <laughs> I did uh, Unnightly VR, uh, the the okay. stealth uh, assassin kind of game. <laughs> I tried that one. I did um, uh, Paperville Panic. That one. Mm. Uh, I What's did, the premise uh, of
3: Paperville Panic? Because I saw you guys talking about it, but I didn't get to check it out yet.
4: It's a fun little title. Like it's like. A, it's not um, Papers Please. No no, 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 no. I was hoping
3: for no. Papers, Please in VR one day.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Now, there's, although they have, like, a Papers, v, uh, Papers Please, like, kind of title that I once covered as well, where you need to, oh. like, frisk people. It's called uh, TSA Frisky, I think. <laughs> so you need to, like, frisk people. Have you ever tried that? Uh, with no. DLC, uh, TSA Gropey. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 quite funny and quite bad, but uh, it's uh, it, it's hilarious <laughs> to try to like. To be I'm, writing to I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down, It's too right. good. <laughs> yeah. And then I did uh, a desert bus VR. Did anyone
0: it? Anyone heard of that one? Oh yeah, I've heard of the original desert bus. I've been challenged. Okay, I had
4: no idea what I was going into, and I, I literally yeah. tried it for like five or six minutes, and I was like, what what is what is the point of this? Like, it's literally like just <laughs> eight hours of driving. And you have, like, this guy who's over a podcast, like, talking about, like, the original game and how they made it for VR. And I was like, where are the people that I need to pick up? You know, like, when when do I need to stop over? And, like, (laughs) I just, like, like, had, like, an eight-minute video of, like, me doing this. I have no idea what's going on. I, what, <laughs> what am I doing here? Like, what is the point? So I didn't really read the description, but of course that's the point of the game. It was quite funny. I wonder if yeah. anyone actually finished that, uh, that eight-hour drive. You I, I, should curious. do an eight-hour live stream. Did, did, did anyone do that? i already, I already that? I to do it
3: over Christmas, actually. That would be awesome. I'm going to do an yeah. eight-hour one. The thing is, it's multiplayer, so your friends can jump into the bus with what? you. What? So they can, like... Eight-hour stream together, let's do well, it. Well, the thing is, they can, I think they can join <laughs> yeah, and leave. I think not... it's drop in, drop out, which would be really fun to do... With a bunch of names, you know, like like get devs yeah. in there, get you know other <laughs> you, you know YouTubers or Twitch
1: people in there. A Desert Bus Inside Podcast. The yeah.
3: purpose of the original Desert Bus, <laughs> of course, was a charity venture, right? In, in order to raise money, and so it's like yeah. we will torture ourselves, put ourselves through this awful indie game. And you guys will watch us for this eight hours, and it's about donations. So, you know, I was thinking it's probably a good idea. I haven't decided if it'll be for charity or just for yeah. for kicks.
4: But the only the only thing I'm I'm very curious about now is like what will happen after eight hours? Like it's just like okay, thanks for playing our game, or is it going to be like something special? Because that's what I want
1: to know now. Is it I, gonna wouldn't be up, I wouldn't get your hopes up, uh, Rowdy. I wouldn't get your hopes up. I think it's pretty disappointing. Where it just yeah. just stops the demo. I'd yeah. love if he crashes the at the end.
3: Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And then at the end, it's like you know safe driving like advertisement or something and it's telling you that like you know sleep can kill or
2: and then i, I yeah.
4: also played um merry merry snowballs which is a christmas game oh yeah uh just like uh, throwing snowballs at kids
0: which i love doing hmm. excellent we we all love doing that of course yeah.
1: um what about you Nathy? what have you been playing this week so yeah, I I mean everyone here is like has played the same stuff. Well, I haven't played Desert Bus, but <laughs> the rest like kind of matches. Um, but uh, I I played Paperfill Panic 2. Um, I mean it's it's a fun game for kids. You know it's cartoony. It has that that YouTube vibe that everyone likes to watch. There's so like, some, more like some things uh, in
4: there that are definitely not for kids.
1: Like, that's also true yeah you're right it's like yeah okay it's maybe a 50 50 kids uh not kids game whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, example but, I, I i demand
3: an example uh, okay well, yeah I sure mean, at
4: a certain sure, point I, can I, was, give you- I was going through like the the, the burning building and uh, there was this guy like this fat guy sitting <laughs> on his bed like why don't you come over here uh i'll give you a really hot time and i was like <laughs> okay
1: i thought it was a kids
4: game at first too but that was definitely not a kids game
1: that one that part at least. but i mean it's it's basically a game where um it's it's a town made out of paper and they uh, experience their first fire and they don't know what fire is so they mess it up and and it's it's really funny a game with a cool story and they they will add more levels to it later on it's not the full game yet yeah. But uh, it's fun. Uh, Operation Apex is also one I played. I thought it was going to be something Subnautica related. And they kind of made the trailer look more action-packed than it actually was. But still, I had fun. It's like an educational underwater... Yeah, it's, it's entertainment. Uh, ...with some with some creepy moments too. So if you like yeah. you know, sharks, stuff like that, mm-hmm. then uh, it, it's really nice. You know, it's polished, it's point-to-point. I haven't really experienced anything funny. I mean, it, it's just a solid... Game. Nathan, you played, the, you
3: played, um, <coughs> you played, um, I'm saying The Journey, but that's not the name. Uh, Robinson The Journey, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of like Robinson yes. The Journey underwater.
1: Uh, Yeah. The, well, you know with the dots? Yeah. yeah. You know what um, I mean?
3: The scanning dots and that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly. Underwater. I, I, yeah, that's, you're totally right. It reminds me So a lot you have like a. It reminded me
4: a lot of uh, Time Machine VR. I don't yep, know, if, that you know as well. if you played that one. Which that's was terrible. Underwater. You need to be scanning <laughs> stuff and like, like that yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't forget that Rowdy is like time expert uh, there. Uh-huh. You know, time. Uh... But uh, anyway, uh, last but not least, I played um, well Fallout 4 VR, of course. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, cool. we're going to talk about Fallout 4 VR anyway. have. We are
0: indeed. Um, So to cover the experiences that I checked out this week, um, after the last week's show, me and Nathan jumped in and checked out the Ready Player One trailer in big screen. That was a really cool experience Mm -hmm. because the brand new Ready Player One trailer had just dropped. So it was nice to experience that in virtual reality, in a virtual cinema with my buddy and checking out all the Easter eggs. We found loads of cool Easter eggs in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You should definitely go check out the new trailer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm so excited about the new film that comes out, which is going to be 30th of March. Uh, But we found Easter eggs. Like there was Tracer from Overwatch in the trailer. There was, uh, uh, you know, um, Parzival, the main character, was wearing a Thundercats belt. There was an A-Team van, Ryu and Chun-Li from Street Fighter. The Ninja Turtles. There were so many cool Easter eggs in there. episode. Battle yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, definitely go and check out the new Ready, Ready Player One trailer. Uh, hopefully, it's going to build the hype for VR and uh, yeah, yeah, spread the good word that we're trying to spread ourselves. Uh, we also checked out Payday Two. Uh, that was kind of interesting, oh, yeah. uh, a bit hit and miss, um, but I, I, we had some fun in it.
3: Did you gun it or did you uh, go silent?
4: Oh, we tried. We tried so hard.
0: Oh my days!
4: Like it like, was such a mess. We are. <laughs> It, it went so long. <laughs> like, we, we, yeah, we tried. But. We tried. Yeah, We
1: tried, and we did well at the start. I mean, we we tried it, but yeah. um, I, and in the end, we ended up with like a Christmas level, right? The, like, the best yeah, part. Yeah, that, that that was the fun bit the, for me. The best
4: part was <laughs> when when Mike had to like keep someone like, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna go quiet, we're gonna go quiet, and then Mike, at the brilliant idea, is like, I'm gonna point a gun at him, and he's gonna stay down. And he's like, go down on the floor, go down on the floor, and the guy didn't go down on the floor, and Mike was like shooting in the air. Go out yeah. of yeah. No more stealth for us, then yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, like we're all noobs at the game, like we've never really played the game, not in v r uh, so we yeah. were like learning as we were going on, which didn't help either to be I, fair yeah. I did play uh, the
4: game in non vR and I still didn't understand what I had to be doing to do to go to stealth' <laughs> play, <so laughs> actually ever a game that wrong. looks very much like a
3: simple kind of Left for Dead style, like, you just drop in and play. I think there's a lot of configuration in Payday 2 to be learned. Like, I put about 30 hours in the 2D version of it, but yeah. it's not the easiest yeah. but, thing in the world to pick up. Can you stealth? Uh,
4: can you really go every yeah. level stealth? Every time you sell stealth is an option?
3: I don't know if every level, but I know that you can...
4: We, stealth we is definitely a level, supported. You have to be very careful, played though. Level, we played a level where you had to drill a, 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 a bank. Safe? Like, what's... Yeah, drill the safe? Yeah, drill safe. the safe, yeah, yeah. But the safe is like in the
3: middle of the bank, like... But what you do is you you have to... So you usually come from the back of the building, enter the building, start tying people up, getting them on the floor, you know, with your little uh, zip ties, and... Oh, you can tie people up? We didn't do that. Oh! oh. You didn't tie each other up and have a fun time? <laughs>
0: well, we, we, we didn't tie so like each other up. No, we out. didn't do that, no. We knock them out and <laughs> then... That, that's and for a different <laughs> video. <we> that's <can't> <laughs> <on. laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Right, so maybe we need to go back and try this again. Yeah, this is what I was saying. We, up, like, uh, this, this is why we need Zim in the game with us, because he clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. You should, be
1: the, you should be the leader of our group. I mean, yeah. we had some leaders and, uh, I don't know, everyone was just, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: But also, actually, today they released a, a brand new update for Payday 2 VR. So they've added oh. new uh, locomotion options. So there's oh. a direct movement uh, option now in the actual settings. And yeah, it's not fair. Um, so <laughs> it's all now? done now So what we wanted Which was a smooth locomotion Is now in the game Oh thank so, god That's uh, what it was weird We'll for. have to maybe jump in And check it out again yeah. uh, But we also checked out VR chat Which I again mentioned uh, You know From last week's show If you haven't checked out VR chat VR chat Just go and do it Like right this second after this fin- this show finishes because uh, it's just uh, an amazing experience
1: and you just have so much
0: fun. <laughs> tell, got, tell us more.
1: Tell us more. Tell <sighs> us about your what what did you see? in got great. I got, great, uh, I, got
3: b- I got big news from the Twitch side of the uh, for VR chat. They hit uh, top. F- they, they were fifth in the list of games this week
4: of yep. all games.
3: Yeah, because it's two uh, two major YouTubers. I don't know the names. Uh, dropped in something like. Not poke Poke Lol or something like that. So I don't tend to you know watch the super big guys, um or gals, On but Twitch. <clears throat> yeah, they 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 retweeted an image there actually today saying like we hit you know fifth. Uh which is, yeah. which, is which is which is not easy to do. Um because it's yeah. like you know, it's like League of Legends VR chat. You know, it's like that's yeah.
0: good. Yeah. So like uh I became a mouse, uh which was interesting. Like everything from, from a mouse's perspective. Uh and then I saw um some the very strange road. things that I probably can't even repeat on this podcast, to be honest. You're just going to have to check out the videos. I'm sure there's going to be <laughs> many videos from us uh, covering this game uh, yeah. or experience in the future. Um, but also, I checked out Oculus Dash and Oculus Home, and I built uh, my home environment, which was really nice. Spent a lot of time doing that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been a busy week, really, for me, but uh, it's been really cool. My question for you. So, so <coughs> big screen
3: on, and... Oculus Home, like you, I spent time tweaking it. Remember last week we talked about how important it kind of is. I went and I judged everyone who were my friends in Oculus Home's places, but I was really curious. Like going back to big screen, what what do you find? Like comparing the two now, having tried one and tried the other, like what things stand out to you as they're still like hitting it on this thing, but maybe yeah. not the best. The uh, so
0: so in in Home, what I found was that I couldn't stick a TV screen on the wall. Like I couldn't just have that stuck on the wall, and that because what you do is when you pin it, it moves with you. So that's kind of a problem. Whereas obviously in big screen, the screen is fixed in place, so you can move around the environment whilst that screen is in place. So that's better um, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, that's why I prefer big screen still for watching, uh, you know, video content in VR. Uh, but Oculus Home, like the new environment, is definitely a step in the right direction. I look forward to when I can actually invite people over and use yeah. that as a hub to start a game together, yeah. like grouping up in your home environment and then all going into a game together. A bit like when you're in VR chat, you can pop up a portal and all jump through that portal yeah, to the yeah, next world yeah, together. Yeah. If they can do that, but skip and jump within games together, then that's gonna be really exciting. Because
4: that's that's the thing that I still really wanna do when I go into virtual reality. And I saw that actually like Rec Room recently released an update in which that you can make like your own personal room as well, like your own space mm. and you can link to other mm. friends as well. And you can meet up in there uh, with, with people and like lay it out the way that you want it to do. I really hope that if, if Rec Room introduces a, a video player, like a cinema player, I'd be spending a lot of time in there, just, you know, with my subscribers mm. and watching mm. uh, videos in there and stuff, doing crazy stuff in there. I really would like to see that.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like, if ER Chat had a, a way to... Um, Put, to put like uh, videos on the wall, like I know they're working on that right now. Uh, that would be really cool because then we could do something like this in VR chat. And also, we've kind of talked uh, behind the scenes, uh, spoiler, uh, about maybe meeting up with fans of the show after maybe the podcast one episode in VR chat. So you can actually talk to us directly, come and meet us, come mm-hmm. say hi. And that would be a really cool to, way to interact with you guys and, uh, and meet you. Uh, so maybe look forward to something like that happening in the very near future. One technology just to mention, because, have, because I think of uh,
4: M- modded rooms now as well.
2: Mm. So mm-hmm. I mean, Sorry, did you say like modded rooms?
4: PlayStation VR, huh? Modded rooms? What did you say? Like you can you can like make your own room and like adjust it yeah. like oh, to the right. way that you like it. Yeah,
3: yeah. so custom rooms for custom. so a play. So a player
4: can have what one room or can you have multiple? I have no idea. I've not tried it myself yet. I not that tried was just, I just passed saw, in this week, uh, right? I an update in my email where they said that uh, they are introducing custom rooms now and that you can
0: lay them out as you want them and uh, mm.
4: introduce other people to it and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. The yeah. La-
0: and and big, big Screen as well, like announced an update recently. So yeah. you've got bigger rooms now. Um, so you can invite more people around to your virtual pad and check stuff out together. You can see where we it's going, cool. right? And the only yeah, thing, the other
3: it. technology um, that I was going to mention, because it ties it back to Nathie's, uh, Nathie's virtual boy last week, uh, was Janus VR. Uh, have any of you guys played Janus, Nathie, maybe? Nope. No. No? Um, so what it was is if you take... You guys know, like, HTML being a markup language for, obviously, simple internet pages? Um, it's like a markup uh, language for the internet that that can translate any website. So you can show up at a URL. It's all URL-driven. <clears throat> You're in a kind of like a staged environment. You plug in a URL. We could plug in the URL for our podcast if we wanted. And you'd, you'd go to a room, and this this room is dynamically created based on the content of the web page. Or you can use this special market language to make an environment. So it's basically the meeting place for the entire internet. And I think that Amazon is and Google are both working on projects to do just that. And I think that there are a few other things that we'll talk about next week that are doing that same kind of area encroaching on how can I turn the internet into an environment where people can meet each other And almost like a marketplace where you show up. Because like what I was saying is if you went to Reddit and someone else was in Janus and went to Reddit, you'd see each other. And there would be posts literally on the wall and you could go through a Mm. a portal and walk through that. So we're seeing all the, the kind of the room side is the customization element. And then we've also got the dynamic VRification of the Internet. And that's going to be really interesting, I think.
4: Can you, can you post it in the chat? Because people are asking how it's, how it's written. Uh, ah. Maybe post it in there. Yeah, I will. And then uh, people can find it out as well.
3: It's spelled
0: J A N U S, and I'll write that there. I'll definitely check that out. So, okay, guys, we're going to talk about one of the uh, big hitters of this week, which was obviously Fallout 4. We've been talking about this game for such a long time, and uh, it finally released on the 12th of December on Steam VR. It's available for $39.99 in British pounds, $59.99 in US dollars. So it is quite a pricey game, like one of the sort of high-end, most expensive games available in VR right now. And it had a bit of a bumpy launch uh, with performance issues and also issues with it not working particularly well with the Rift. Um, but what kind of experiences do you guys have with this title? Because personally, like I put 70 hours into like the uh, the base game when it first came out, and I've really just not got that much interest in jumping back in it. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested to know your guys' thoughts about this title. Let's
3: start with Nathy here, Mr. Pitboy himself. Go on. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so first of all, what I want to say is that I played the game at gamescom before it came out and i can tell you guys the demo i played at gamescom was better than the actual launch interesting really interesting it was looking better in terms of graphics and also render distance stuff like that so okay um so i've been working on a review for like five six days now um and and there's a lot you can talk about i mean Hmm. we, we can talk about this for hours but uh nailing it down um So yes, the game still has performance issues, so if you are going to buy it now, then if you got a BVPC, then you are going to have a better time than if you uh, live on the edge in a way. Um, But um, the fact that you can just explore the wasteland in VR is of course next level. I played also uh, the the casual Fallout. Honestly I'm not that interested to jump back myself either, but for, since I'm a reviewer I, I just go into the game, I spend some, some hours in it. I, I'm not expecting myself to play like two, three hundred hours of the game, but I understand that a lot of people will, because it's really nice, it, it's like a next level experience, but um, yeah, in the end it's a part of the VR game, so don't expect to be opening doors, uh, step into a power suit, drink a Nuka-Cola, uh, all those kind of things aren't there. It's still kind of basic. It's better than what I experienced in Skyrim, though. But still, I got more excited for Skyrim in a way. I mean, Fallout is nice, but Skyrim maybe it's just because it's 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 an older game and it kind of has that classic feeling. But overall, yeah, it's fun. I, I'm trying to think of things I really need to tell sure. here, but yeah. there's I've, I've got so a quick question for you. So
0: you, you say that it's not optimized for VR, and we kind of all knew that before going in. But is there a big difference in quality in terms of playing the, the VR version of the game or like a Vorpex version of the original game, for example? Like, Is the experience between the two like that
1: different? Do you know what I mean? You might uh, want to tell people uh, well, what Vorpex I mean... is and what an injector does. Okay, yeah, so, so basically Vorpex is a program you run in the background uh, on your PC and when you start up Skyrim, it will work in VR. So it's like a cinema screen Uh, ...attached to your face, but you can actually uh, move your face so the screen moves with you. So you basically have tracking. It's like tracking without the positional part with it. So your head is on a stick and you have like a cinema screen and that's how you play the game. That's basically FARP X. But yes, FARP X, when I used that with Skyrim and also Fallout, it looked a lot better. Of course, but that's just the main game you're playing. This is like the vr version and and right now i mean the resolution isn't great you got reprojection you got um low graphics you know it's really toned down um and i'm i'm sure some people will get motion sick of this game right now and they are optimizing it at this moment a lot of people are also using mods mods do work with fallout 4 vr Mm -hmm. um but but again like it's a mix so basically the game doesn't run that well because bethesda is still working on it but on the other side, some people complain, well, they don't even have a good PC for it. It's not, you can you can just not use a simple PC to play this. You need a decent PC, otherwise yep. you're not going anywhere. Mm. That's it. I mean, mm. and that's the whole thing I saw on Steam where people complain about, eh, it doesn't work. But there are so many different like opinions and experiences in, in that way, where some people complain because they they really see it frame dropping because they are still playing on their 970s. I mean, if you got a 970 or a 980, <laughs> you're living on the edge with Fallout. Let's be honest here, you can't just, you can't just expect the hardware to keep on running with that forever. Yeah, you, um, You're running a 1080 Ti or what are you running, Um I, I'm, I'm using a 1080, um, but I noticed that the processor can also make a big difference. I'm using a um, 980 um, so. Ti,
3: by the way.
4: Oh yeah, did did you play it, Rowdy? Did you have the same no, I, kind of I played, feedback? I played. I was one of the first people to stream it uh, on uh, on YouTube and uh, and uh, other platforms. But uh, I played for roughly three hours. So I did the beginning and I had uh, uh, to like that first town, and then yeah. I uh, went uh, with the uh, with the how is it called the Minutemen. I went with them back to the town. That's roughly where where I got. I got like a little bit further, and I went into like uh, um, a building as well. Uh, just to mess around. I haven't been like to like very dense areas yet. Like for example, was it Diamonds, Diamond Diamond City. City? Diamond City. I need to say yeah. I have not played. I have not finished Fallout uh, Four before, so I have not played Fallout Four entirely. What I did do was roughly, I think, a couple of months before uh, Fallout VR was announced the first time, I played it with uh, four packs. Uh, and unlike oh. nately I I didn't really like it that much with with packs, Mostly because graphic-wise, it's definitely better. I mean, but yeah, that- in terms of optimization, like I could not read any menus in in It's because the Pipoy is like on your what on your you know you need to use the screen and you need to uh, try to look at the inventory. I could not get weapons i could not get um no. well i mean i could get them but i didn't know what i was attaching so i Holy couldn't shit. read like the numbers that they had and i think i played roughly uh, five episodes in total i still got to diamond city and all of that mm. and uh, um, I, I enjoyed myself but i could not continue playing this and also didn't want to because of course fallout 4 was announced uh, fallout uh, vr was announced uh, that i kind of wanted to wait until i got like a better version and i have to say um there are issues. I can. I mean, I didn't really have that many issues. Mostly, I think because I didn't reach like a very dense area. Uh, also, I have uh, async on, eh? so I have reprojection already for sure when I'm using a 980 Ti. Uh, but I have to say, I had like lower expectations just in in general. Oh, something happened with Mike. I had I had yeah. lower expectations just in in general because I knew that. Um, it was going to be a ported game. I knew it was going to be a ported title, which is already an issue, of course, when you're playing VR titles. But I did find it an amazing experience just to be walking around there. And Mm. of course, there's gonna be a lot of complaints about it, but people need to understand that everyone who is invested now in virtual reality is still an early adopter. And I think that's a very important thing to know that everyone who's now invested in virtual reality, I still see them as an early adopter. It's still the first generation that that is out there. And I think that if a game like Fallout then releases on that, and you expect it to be running flawlessly, it's it's never going to be running flawlessly, especially not on hardware that is already now already now a year old.
3: Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, so I I I think um, I think the intro sequence was pretty tough. Uh, I don't know if it was only because I hadn't tweaked my settings at that stage, but the intro was. Of everything, and I've been to Di- Diamond City. I've I've spent a good, probably eighteen hours in the game this week. So, I yeah. I would say, and now two of those bits were like seven hour stints. So I got a good taster of it. It's funny that you said the Minutemen, and this is just typical of me. But I did the Minutemen about about hour fifteen, and I know it's probably one of the first uh, missions. But what I tend to do with these games, just like I did with Skyrim, you know, I drop in and I just the thing I love about VR games is to be able to just lose yourself, just be like go in. And just yeah. feckin' wander. Do what you want. Try what you want to do. All that kind of stuff. Don't worry too much about the quests or go and point the point. Because that feels like very gamified yeah. to me. And when you do that, and you feel like you're just in that world, there's this kind of... I don't want to call it sepsis, but this kind of like thing that just osmosis into you. And you feel like you're there. Like Skyrim... Nathan made a point which was the kind of inherent hype level. The, the, this kind of excitement factor. Of course, like when I, of when I played Skyrim, the graphics in Skyrim were consistent throughout. In other words, they were all at at the same appropriate level. So your eye doesn't go, oh God, that texture is like really low res compared to this gun, which is very highly detailed. Whenever you see that in a VR game, the whole game can look rubbish by conventional standards, but provided it all looks, you know, it's like Minecraft in VR, for instance. It's all the same blocky rubbish, right? But you're convinced you're there because it all looks consistent. And Mm -hmm. I found that like Skyrim for me, was the heaviest. You guys know, it's my favorite game now of all time uh, and it it had that consistency and it had this old school like f- flavor to it. I'd never played it before. Amazing. And I'm still going to have to be playing more of that later today. So Fallout, to, to compare, the thing that struck me really, really uh, starkly very soon in the game was the control schemes are like the same thing. In fact, the game engines feel like, to me, like Skyrim... Is this engine that they recoated and called it Fallout 4? Uh, in other words, mm. the the way you get around, the interaction with the with the enemies. Some of the interactions with
4: the items and what you collect and how you drop—it just feels like they reskinned it almost. It's it's really funny, but that might explain why it was easier for me to like immediately get the controls. Because with Skyrim, I had some some difficulties like the first yeah. hour, like getting these getting known just to the controls. But maybe because I already knew the controls from Skyrim, I had a, a less of a hard time uh, adjusting to the ones in Fallout.
2: Yeah, My so it was it
3: was the complete opposite to Doom, which we talked about last week. Doom mm. felt like the Vic. F- There's buttons all mapped all over the place, and I have no idea what to push in order to achieve what my brain wants the character to do. But in this, I fell into it. So really good introduction. Uh, Performance-wise, it definitely had issues. Day one was difficult to the point where I was thinking, I got to tell people this is probably not able to be recommended right now. Day two, after they patched it, and there was a Steam beta patch available, and there there were NVIDIA drivers available, and again, if you have your reprojection enabled... I found that to be a smooth as glass mm. experience. Me as well. Really In nice, 19-19. and and then I was able to actually play through, show people. Because as you guys know, if you're a broadcaster, you got to encode on your CPU as well as rendering the game. So actually, I mm. I know I'm already losing performance. And if I was to play it just on my own, which I don't tend to do, yeah. um, it yeah. would perform a little bit better. But honestly, the Maybe graphics. Can
4: you explain what uh, reprojection is yeah. as uh, well? Because I think people are probably know. Oh yeah, they're already wondering. How do you notice if a reprojection uh, kicks in? So yeah. maybe we should so, uh, try explaining that.
3: Well, you can you can you can enable it. I think it's it's a technology that you see. So if you have 90 frames to deliver, yeah, correct. And if you deliver all of those frames, imagine you're taking a different picture at every instance as you're going along. So you've got 90 different pictures within the second. If you instead skip every second picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you, would, you would actually be broadcasting at 45 frames a second, right? But mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're kind of accordioning those out to ni- the, the, the 90 different frame slots. So the yeah. idea is that you're basically, when you're, when you're missing frames, there's also, there's a difference between, I'll call it mandatory, and opportunistic uh, reprojection. So there's different names that, that Oculus and HTC have for this technology, but it's pretty simple in that you don't always have to repeat a frame, and sometimes you do. Sometimes you choose that you're going to. So either you do it all the time, or you do it when your CPU, for instance, is, or, or GPU is under load. And, and that's reprojection. So you're not really getting 90 frames, but you kind of trick it. And so the yeah. smoothness isn't as smooth. And, and, and a good eye can pick
1: so it it's up. Blending in, so it's basically blending in extra frames you don't have in the game. Yeah, exactly. That's
4: the always-on reprojection, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and so I think. But uh, it's funny that someone—it's funny that someone also said that if you teleport in Fallout 4, uh, uh, then it's okay. You don't really, uh, oh Mike,
2: (laughs) you don't really (laughs) see it
1: that that much. But if you walk around, then it's really like noticeable, you know. So let's say if you're teleporting in this game, I I think you're fine in a way. It's just that if you start walking around. That's why I decided to go for the fastest speed in Fallout. So I wouldn't notice it that much because if you were going slower, it was like a, a more um, stuttery in a way, you know, uh, and when right. you go real fast, it, it keeps at a certain pace. You know what I mean?
3: But yeah. I noticed a, a really big difference with those two changes. So the beta branch obviously made a big difference, but having the yeah. fallout 4 Nvidia drivers also did. So for just from my understanding, Nathan, do you have the latest because they yeah the, okay okay so because yeah. I'm also on a 1080 I mean so it's getting less similar. that's the
1: thing you know like uh, after like I played it a couple of times now and it and it becomes less and less and less yeah. but let's say the first time I played it it wasn't that great then the VR beta thing came out yeah. and I signed up for that it's a lot better but still like I, I want people to have settings in game where they can change the graphics yeah. and even boost it up if they can't handle it you mm. know um, and, and and I don't want the VR community to like uh uh I mean, they are free to mod it, and it's great to see that, but Bethesda should fix it themselves. And that's the thing we have seen with yeah. all the like titles uh, so far of Bethesda, Like the community is always fixing it themselves. With the PlayStation VR one, they couldn't, of course, but if it uh, came to PC, of course, everyone uh, uh, optimized it. Because in the end, Fallout 4 VR is just the main Fallout game as a mod. So people are already using their Fallout 4 folder into their VR one, it totally blends in. It, yeah. it it's also just so really right? So you can actually oh, apply,
3: for instance, scope mods, so you can actually use the scope, which, as you said, Nathie, there are things in Fallout 4 which we as a VR group would expect
2: mm-hmm. from
3: VR titles that are from the ground up. And when you have a conversion like this, some things don't work and you're kind of, like, you you know, you go to a drawer and you go to pull a drawer or, you know, go go to open a door and it, it loads you through instead of letting you walk through the door. Those are things that are way more apparent when you're in VR. But I don't think they kill the experience. I think I'm I'm completely new to Fallout, so it was the, the the number one thing for me was that it felt like a little bit of a copy paste from Skyrim for the engine and the control schema and all that. And that's not a bad thing necessarily. But it it I never connected those two titles before this month, uh, to Bethesda. So now that I know that they're both from them, it's kind of feeling like. Okay they reproduced um the engine reskinned it retuned it but they're clearly reusing some of their technology uh, which isn't a bad thing but overall what would you guys say for those who've played Skyrim and Fallout Skyrim or Fallout
4: yeah, wait just a second, because really uh, quickly, quickly on that uh, on that reprojection, sure. there's also two forms of reprojection, right? There's uh, the asynchronous reprojection. I mean, in, in Steam yeah. at least, with the, with the Oculus, it's called the synchronous uh, time warp, I believe. Uh, yeah. But with the uh, with the uh, Steam VR, we have uh, interleaved reprojection and we have asynchronous reprojection. And the interleaved one is the one where you uh, uh, correct me if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If where you uh, double each frame, and the yeah. asynchronous reprojection is where um, it's actually updating the the frame after the render, right? That is how asynchronous worked.
3: Oh, that I don't know. No? I know interleave. Okay. I know. The, I know the, uh, the the concept of because that's. I saw it first in an Oculus, um, uh, an Oculus presentation last year. Actually, I think it was yeah. on there. I believe that that's the when they asynchronous
4: showed like the asynchronous. I thought it was space warp, uh, but. Yeah, I think it's with like a 90% mark and that they update uh, the frame after the render. I, th- I mm-hmm. thought it worked that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Should look so it's,
3: that. yeah, so, I mean, but yeah, that, that that question I've been getting a lot, which is, you know, Skyrim versus Fallout and mm-hmm. is Fallout worth it for a new player? I, I've been I've been asked the question as well, but now that we're approaching Christmas, like, oh, I just got into VR. What's the best game on, you know, on each H- HMD. I mean, and
1: hardware aside, you mean?
3: Hardware aside, I actually think that Fallout. If you haven't played Fallout, the two D one and kind of spoiled your your expectations, I find it it's it's very gripping as a story. Maybe, maybe I mean, the companion true. of yeah. of Meat Dog. <laughs> meat Dog uh, Meat Dog. dog. Meat. <laughs> I, I
1: I purposely back up the names
3: uh, just just as fun. Um, uh, so that sounds actually pretty cool. So so Meat, meat Dog and me, uh, you know, going across the wasteland as you put it. It's it's really cool. I mean, I like the fact that Fallout is a really, it's a really immersed environment. But I have to say, something I find in VR games, if I play games that are too dark or too kind of depressing, they're harder on me. Like, I'm, it's harder for me to do long hours in a game that feels dark, depressing, sleepy. And Fallout is way more sleepy, dark, and kind of for, forbidden... Uh, foreboding than Skyrim is. Skyrim is a bit brighter uh, of a world. It's just kind of more Mm -hmm. colorful. There's more undulation in the landscape. This one is like, it's burnt and charred and things are, you know, blown apart and little cars. God, do not blow up cars, guys. I learned the lesson (laughs) the hard way. It looks nice
1: when you do it. It does Uh, look cool, but it's like a nuke going off. Yeah, I know. Cars don't
3: have a nuke inside, (laughs) them.
1: So, so you think that the experience can be different just because of how the environment looks? I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so I like if, if I'm doing an eight hour
3: stint in a game and it's and it's quite if it's night time that whole time, that's gonna be really hard going for me because I will my body is like okay, zim, time to sleep
1: yeah, I, that's what I experienced. I'm like'm I'm, I'm mixed here and I'm looking like at different things. For example, I like to ride a horse more than stepping into a power armor, for example. It, it just True. adds up more to the immersion in a way, you know? And um, it's it's the same with, for example, I, I like to shoot a gun instead of uh, having a sword all the time, you know? So it's like like mixing up Interesting. Uh, here. Um, yeah, I think I, I like Fallout uh, more also because it, it just has that that old school kind of like 60s feeling, you know, and you got the old radio playing and it's night and it's dark and it's raining and you got like a companion and you know, you can like uh, build up a relationship with a character too and, and, and team up in a way. Um. So yeah, I, w- I would say Fallout for uh, VR, but I'm also very curious what the VR community is going to do with Skyrim when it comes to PC, because don't yep. underestimate the mods. You can change this whole game and it can be a whole total different game yep. where it's almost like Skyrim and Fallout or the other way around, yeah, you know, so I mean, uh, um, I spoke to VR Gaming Evolved, he's been like modding the game a lot, like hardcore uh, yeah. from uh, um, graphics to uh, the sky, uh, to uh, the mechanics itself, he actually has a mod where you can uh, dismember people too with your machete. Wow. Because it's funny that the melee combat in VR is 10 times better than the melee you had in the casual Fallout Absolutely. game. It was clumsy and you didn't want to use it. And now with VR, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's even better. So with like, with like what I haven't seen with Skyrim that much uh, is that um, in VR, some things work better. Hmm. And in, in, in Fallout, it's like, wow, uh, this works better, and that goes a little better. So yeah, uh, it's just that, you know, again, it's a part of the VR game, and uh, let's hope that Fallout 5 is gonna be, has like a, a mod in there that actually uh, uh, um, got into the development right away, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, because I wanna hold that minigun with two hands, you know? Uh, I, I yeah, wanna the single-handed that, guns that, that bulkiness. I wanna see that armor on my hands, that bulkiness of the power armor. Yeah, yeah. I wanna see like what what kind of uh, uh, suit I, I robbed from a from a raider and and, and wear it, you know. I wanna see it. I wanna see my gloves change, I wanna if I have a mask, I wanna see that I'm wearing a mask, you know? Um, yeah. and those kind of things I was missing and I can't complain because we knew what was going to come. It's just that some people that are new to VR think that this is just yeah the vr experience like they have seen with other stuff you know for me for me it's um it's i'm gonna say straight up
4: it's definitely fallout at this point it's it's easy because you know if i have to choose between a playstation vr version of skyrim or a pc version of um, of uh, fallout then it's gonna be fallout um but also uh, even if Skyrim comes on PC, I think I'll be spending a lot of time more in, in Fallout simply because of the reason I haven't played it yet. And I, unlike Yuzim, mm-hmm. I still want to finish this uh, this title and I still want to do the full main story and I, I'm probably going to stream about that as well. Um, I don't know if I'll make a lot of videos about it because it's such a lengthy title. Oh, well, I mean, it's not in, in terms of like the, that the, the main story is so long, but you can really put hours and hours and hours in this game and I think that it would suit the stream much better. Um, but I, I do like the game a lot, though. I, I'm, not going mm. to, I'm not going to cover it up. Even at this point, you know, there's a lot of wrong with it. I'm not going to deny that. But I still like the game. And I can imagine myself playing this a lot more still. Like, a lot more. And I do like Skyrim as well. Uh, but at this point, I really like the Fallout uh, universe. That's and, interesting.
3: Uh, really That's really interesting. Because I, in I, I, I am squarely Skyrim. I think, yeah. I think the performance, the world... Um, I don't know. But again, I, I didn't play either title, so I don't have that pollution factor. And I also tend not to go for graphics over game design. So, for me, Skyrim takes it. So we got
4: I, two for I don't, Fallout, I don't really one like for... not really much graphics either, but
0: it's, nah. it's,
4: the, it's the world of Fallout that I find a very, very cool, cool atmosphere. Yeah. Even since, yeah. like, the but first o- titles.
0: O- yeah. Like, also from my opinion, I don't know if you guys can hear me okay, we had some like technical issues A Little issues low there, volume, but, but you're okay, Mike. Okay, so basically, uh, I, you know, I've pe- I've I've played Fallout Four, obviously, like the vanilla version. Never really played Skyrim, but what? Uh, it, nothing really interests me about going into that world and spending like seventy, eighty hours in VR. I, it just doesn't interest me, really. <laughs> uh, I don't know what people think in the comments, but like, you know, I admire the fact that that Rowdy's saying, you know, he wants to continue and, and complete Fallout Four, and you know, maybe stream his his time doing it, but. <sighs> For me, like the idea of standing there for seventy hours, going through this campaign, is just not an appealing one. Um, so it's interesting. But, yeah, see, I'm the opposite. The, maybe
3: so, also it, like to. But maybe these are great. These are fantastic. So I mean, like I know rowdy streams as well. Like these are the content that people want to watch. You know, mm. like I'm I'm hitting great numbers, and the reason is, it's a story, and you can follow the story, um, and you can follow the mm. character, and particularly. I know there's an attraction to virgin players as well. Because it's like, I can help the person out. I can, you know, yeah. while, the, while you're watching. So, yeah. um, Rowdy, what I was saying was, I'm not very good <laughs> at completing quests. But yeah, like yeah. you, I intend on fully completing these games. So, oh, okay, nice. okay. Uh, okay. But
1: it's just going to take me four times as long as you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, I think the only, only thing that is in the way right now of playing this game for hours upon hours is the locomotion. Because, yeah, we're still standing if we got something that we haven't discovered yet, mm-hmm. are getting, you know, I'm not talking about a treadmill here, something totally else. Then it's gonna be awesome. I did feel like after I played uh, Fallout 4 VR, I felt like I want to play the game again. And if that's in VR or the monitor, for me that doesn't really make a difference in a way. But I I did feel like I want to play this again, you know, because I it's it's such a it's not your fast action packed game. Okay, that's not what it is. Sometimes it is. You can make it that way because in the end it's your story. You can decide how you play it. <laughs> But it's not super fast or something, you know, it's not Robo Recall or anything, but um, uh, the the cool part Mm -hmm. of it is that, you know, you go into the game, it's very relaxing too, you know, you're not always fighting enemies, sometimes you're just enjoying the sunset rising up, Mm -hmm. or you are talking to some people that have like a silly mission you need to like And That is is the
4: thing that I like about both games. I mean, that's where you can see that both games are in a way made by the same developer because both yeah. games have that kind of atmosphere. Like, you can enjoy the sunset in yeah. Skyrim or like the different weather environments. Or do like a silly quest there as well. And I really, I mean, I'm a big fan of both franchises, but I've been a fan of, for, of Fallout for much longer than I've been from, uh, from The Elder Scrolls, basically. Oh, right. uh, I know that world already since Fallout 1 when it wasn't being developed mm-hmm. by Bethesda. And I really, really like that. Uh, really, really like
1: that game. I mean, to wrap this up, I think it's very exciting because, I mean, we had these three games and they all, like, performed in a different way, uh, you know? And um, it's just funny to see everyone uh, uh, has their own game now, in a way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, Rowdy has Fallout and, and and Zim can just play Skyrim. I didn't hear many people say, like, okay, I'm going to go back into Doom. Of course, Doom is not an open-world game, but still, I, I feel like Doom was, like, the less interesting one. It It didn't felt like Doom. It was like... You know, uh, and, and maybe like they will learn from it. But it's funny, that was the only from the build up for VR experience. While the rest is just then you see that mod- mods like VR mods are still like pretty like uh, good in a way. Um, but I'm so excited for next year because uh, a lot of big triple A uh, uh, companies see Bethesda now. And of course, they are trying to resell their games on every platform. But this is VR. And VR is still on PC, so and it's it's let's be honest here, it's easy to make in a way. It doesn't take that much time compared to mm. building a whole game again for VR. Um, so yeah, like the possibilities are endless. I'm I'm expecting like, of course, I'm a big Bioshock fan. It can happen, <laughs> I, I can see it He's happen, it. but it can also be a total like different game. Yeah, because I mean, Bethesda, I I, I can remember years ago, uh, I, my friends were like, yeah, maybe Skyrim is going to come to VR. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. And, and now it's here and it, it shows off to be like kind of basic. Next? It doesn't right. take that much time and money to make. So I think a lot of developers will jump onto the hype train. I just don't hope that all the AAA developers will think like, Okay, so we don't need to even try to make an actual VR game anymore. Yeah, I think so the issue with, with,
0: with all these VR games is that, yeah, it's great that we have them. I appreciate the fact that we have them. But it just seems like, especially with these two uh, Bethesda titles, Doom VFR, and now Fallout 4, and soon when we'll talk about L.A. Noir, is that, you know, the the pushes forward and the implementations are not made by the studios. Like, the, the most impressive uh, parts of these games are made by the community. And that's just yeah. crazy. Because, like, when it comes to like full yeah. mo- locomotion mods, optimization to make it work properly on your PC, graphical enhancements, scopes, like you mentioned in Fallout 4, that's not coming from Bethesda. That's coming from the community. Yeah, and this is what I don't understand. Like, is it lack of Q&A? Is it uh, lack it's of interest? Is it lack of time? I, I don't last understand time as well. yeah, right, but This it's, is it's
4: basically—it's the first time that these people develop for virtual reality. It's the first Mm. time for everyone. It doesn't matter they a AAA uh, developer. They've never made a VR title. They never have. They don't Mm. have the experience. There are companies like Servios that have way more VR experience than Mm. Bethesda, which is crazy at this point in time. But that's simply how it is. They don't. They don't. They have not made a VR title yet. And the next time that they will make a title that is for virtual reality, it will probably be a lot better because of the, the Q&A yeah. they do now and all the feedback they're receiving now. And and that's just how it works. And that is what I mean as well when I say, like yeah. if you invest in virtual reality now, you're an early adopter because it's the first yeah. time for everything. Yeah. Take
3: a direct parallel, yeah. right? Content creation. Look at a, an established YouTube channel who tries VR content or a Twitch channel that tries VR content. They're having the same problem. You take a big name and they're switching over, they're switching lines.
1: There's a realignment energy that's needed there. So like you say Rowdy, Mm -hmm. it's gonna take some time. Yeah, plus I mean, every developer has like its own story. So you know uh, where you're buying your game at. If you played a lot of Bethesda games, you kind of know what you can expect, but it is their duty to like optimize the game right now. Because I, I just hate to hear people have their first experience now and get motion sick. HTC, for example, they launched a bundle with their Vive and Fallout. They have been promoting that for months now, and now it's out. And now new people that have never tried VR jump into the game for the very first time on launch. Of course, it's better now, but on launch, people jumped in and they were like, is this VR? Is this it? And and, and that's a shame. That's a real, real shame. Now it's better, of course, but still like. With VR, you're putting people inside your game. It's not I'm watching my monitor and and the frames are dropping. I'm in VR with frame drops right in my face. And that's a a little dangerous and it's a disappointment. People have like a different view on it. So Mm. for me, that was like one of the things I I was really disappointed in. But But yes, of course, we know what we can expect Mm. as like VR veterans. But if you are new, like, yeah. you don't want to see those graphics dancing around or or have your, your gameplay totally wasted because it's lagging, you know? No, and also you don't want to spend the first hour
0: of your game experience optimizing the settings to make it a good experience for you. It should no. work straight out of the box.
3: Well, it's a PC. I gotta draw a line there yeah. because
0: between console yeah. and PC, PC
3: is, is is gonna push it and and the modding side of this, remember guys, I mean most of us, I think we would all count ourselves as PC guys, right? But there is a tax to be paid for the advantages of the PC. You can get the better graphics, you can get the modding capabilities, but what do you pay? You pay on day one feck ups, and you you pay on, on
0: configuration time. And also, yeah, also, but the, uh, the as a Rift user, like I don't have these issues on the, on the Oculus platform. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't have agree. these setup issues on the Oculus platform. I agree. Platform. Oculus <laughs> have done a very good job. Yeah, and and this is what I mean. Like, yeah. like as a Rift user, like I only have these issues when I jump into SteamVR. Like some titles, admittedly, work flawlessly, and I have no problems with whatsoever. But titles like Fallout Four, I don't know. Like, let's be honest about it. They were never supposed to be used on the o- Oculus platform, but they they. I spend nearly as much time tweaking the settings and making it work for the Rift than I do actually playing the game, you know, a lot of the time. And that's the, that's the, the
4: uh, frustrating thing yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, from my side, because I, I, no. I played it on the Vive, uh, I literally, because I want to be the first, I, I just booted it up and I started it. And I, I I had reprojection, don't get me wrong. I turned async on because I wanted to have a smooth experience and also a rather smooth experience for my viewers. But I did not run into a single issue. Scale was not right, performance-wise, okay. Not, not the best, but I did not have a significant issue that deterred me from playing from, for three mm. hours straight. And that is, a, mm. that is a good thing as well, I think. Of course, I didn't try it on Oculus. I tried it on mm. Vive. Mm. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. think they just, to a certain degree, Bethesda needs to do their thing as soon as possible. You know, like, uh, as I said before, there's a big difference uh, when being in VR than playing on a monitor, you know? Yeah. And uh, and if that's like, I mean, Rift Super Art, everyone knew that was, wasn't was going to happen. Of course, everyone can just mod it. It's the same. People are also playing it with mixed reality headsets, you know? So, yeah. I mean, that's cool. And I'm I'm very happy we finally got some games where you can mod like a Bose and And like, you can add not only graphics, you can also add like an extra story or, or shoot christmas trees or have Dead uh, Claus dressed up as john Cena chasing you it's all possible like go check out the mods there's so many mods you can play um, but it's just uh that you know when a game comes out we have seen performance issues before but i have never seen it being this bad compared to other games this, lu- there, like this loud a games yeah this
3: loud reddit was hard to watch that first yeah. day because I mean, it felt like, you know, you see a Steam review and it says like mostly negative. That's what day one felt like. I think it's, I yeah, think they recovered. Like a, um... And I think two, three weeks from now, I don't think we'll see the same kind of impact because that twofold scene modders are saving it and separately patches are coming. So. Give it some time. I think it'll still be worthwhile for people to be checking out. I don't think I would say yeah. stay away from it. But, I'd say But
1: still, but still it's totally up to the basic game how that yeah. one is going to look. Because most people are not going to mod the game because they have no idea how to do that and they are also not interested in doing it. And yeah. and, and yeah. they shouldn't be, because in the end they should have the settings in game to change the graphics, to change the locomotion. Mm. Like that's the thing with my review as well. First I was like, maybe I should just tell everyone, like, okay, so you can't really do this or it doesn't look like that, but if you want to, you can mod it. No. That's not the way it works. This is what you pay for. It. This is what you get.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 people should just have options in there to optimize the game because right now it's not fair to people who are totally new to VR, man. Yeah. Like yeah, of course as a veteran it's like, yeah, I use this mod and do that and change that file, but for a casual person it's not like, hey, I can turn async off or on or, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, uh, yeah but you you're, you're, you're the... kind of acting there like the patch didn't fix things. I mean the the pa- I mean
3: I'm playing flawlessly right since day 2. So and I did not mod, no mods.
2: Mm.
1: So I mean, I don't yeah, but that, like that's yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, and, and we have we haven't spoken about this like for a while now. It's like you know everyone <laughs> has like their own different opinions of, yeah. of when they are yeah. okay with a game. True, you know. I'm just looking from from a perspective of if I'm a new consumer, is this okay? Yeah. Like I'm not getting motion sick anymore, so I really need to go back in time and think like, okay, if I play this for the very first time mm-hmm. and I can do, I can teleport around and it looks like this and it plays like that, is, is this okay? Is this enough for everyone?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, let's say if you are a VR fan, then yeah, go mod it and uh, you're okay and you can, you can even optimize it with mods too and the way it performs, so... Um, but it's a mix, you know? You got new consumers. They promoted this game for a lot of new people out there. At least that's what HTC did. But Tesla didn't promote this game that much. They didn't, you know?
0: So moving on from one title that required a lot of modding to another title that required some mods to make it work and that is L.A. Noir. So L.A. Noir it released yesterday on the 15th of December on Steam VR for £24.99 in British pounds, 29 99 in US dollars. It's kind of like a trimmed down version of the original game it's got 7 different cases that are specifically rebuilt for VR uh, that you can play with the HTC Vive uh, A lot of Rift users bought this game yesterday as well and were Uh, very disappointed to know that when you actually boot up the game on the Oculus Rift you are displayed with a message that says uh, headset not supported and completely boots you out of the game so you can't even uh, fire up the game if you owned a Rift but luckily again the community has come to the rescue and the guy behind the revive uh, modification for HTC Vive on the Oculus platform has released a patch so you can actually play this with the Oculus Rift Uh, I literally spent maybe five minutes just before the uh, the show to check out that it worked and i can say that it does but what i can say straight off the bat from my very very first impressions is that it's not obviously optimized for the rift so the controls are a little bit janky but the main thing that bothered me was that when when you wear uh, your uh, f- fedora your your hat it actually takes up like so much of the real estate of the screen uh, so it's very, very difficult to actually see what's going on in-game. In pretty much exactly what uh, Zim is showing you right now, and for our audio listeners, it's essentially, it, it kind of blocks half your vision. Uh, so I don't know quite how I'm going to get around that, but uh, I plan to do a video on the game uh, maybe later on today. Uh, but I'd be interested to know if any of you other guys have been playing uh, L.A. Noir, the VR case files uh, on HTC Vive yep. yet. Yep,
3: 4 hours done last night. Um, the hat is a very interesting thing that you mentioned, Mike, because we definitely struggled with it. It takes up about a third of your view. And when yeah, you're, you're right. when you're trying to show people the game and it's, you know, a third of the view, it's a bit like, okay, this is a bit naff. <laughs> but but yeah. I have to say when I talked about Sawtooth earlier, the kind of ups and downs of this week, that is em- mm. that is the embodiment of LA Noir. Okay. There are very, very high points. There is a bank robbery-style type thing that you do with a shotgun that you pump, that you load, that you are shooting guys and they are flying back, like, with full physics. It is awesome. It, like, you are like pull the shotgun up, you're, like, dropping cartridges in and pumping and, and taking them down with a partner. Um, the locomotion is a bit of a weird mix. I'll talk about that in a m- mention. Uh, but um, for the most part, uh, this is... Okay, so I, I'll talk about the locomotion now. They implemented, there's three options you have, okay? Uh, The first option they show you, I thought, oh, God, this is the locomotion method from from other suns. So you point to an object, you click, it highlights, you you click, and then your body becomes disembodied, runs through you, right? You stay static, it runs to the place, Mm -hmm. and then you teleport. And they don't really show, they just blink teleport there. That's the first one. Uh, The second one is kind of a variant of that. Um, I'm not going to be able to differentiate between the two. And the third one, which I thought was really interesting, was it is the shake your controllers left and right, and your body runs. Now, the the worst part about this, and this is with the Vive controllers, so they're quite large. um, You shake them, and then the question is, like, where's my body going? I still haven't been able to perfect it, because, like, you're like, I want to go straight. And your body just goes, I'm just going to go into the wall over here. Or I'm going to go over here into the car. And then... And then you hit this, like, black environment of I've just conflicted with an object. So definitely right. the motion is weird. Yeah. The facial animations from the very introduction, yeah. super impressive. Like, whoa, yeah. I'm looking at a human. I, yeah. That capture is yeah. really... It's kind of blurry, so they'll have the face capture, and then you'll see kind of like a... Almost like a JPEG-y wash into mm-hmm. the next facial animation. But some of the stuff, like when your boss in the first case is given out to you, God, it feels like you're really given, getting given out to by a police captain. Maybe Mike knows uh, more yeah. about this, but... That's, <laughs> I mean,
1: that's what the game is, like, famous for as well, you know, for the face captures. Yeah. Uh, that it looks realistic in a way. So, yeah. so, that carries very well into the VR environment. I did find some of the missions
3: to be very challenging. Um, I had to replay, for instance, the first interrogation seven, eight times just to pass it. And that felt like, God, this is quite frustrating. And a and bit later a hard on, time with tutorials often, finding right? objects in a room was 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 also very uh it can be very difficult like sometimes you're like turning a body over and stuff like that it feels really good but at the same time fi- like like figuring out what's the one thing i need to progress to the next mission is like hitting your head against the brick wall sometimes it's a little bit frustrating so the game is for me salt and pepper right now it is very much black and white very very uh unmissable experiences mixed with frustration that I haven't seen in many titles you know so it's a mixed bag yeah
1: so I I haven't I haven't played it myself but I watched a stream uh, from uh, re-upload VR and uh, (laughs) but uh, they they had like hands you can you can see your hands right so you got like um, you have Trump hands you have Trump hands they are the world's smallest hands hands. (laughs) (laughs) okay but um it, it's funny I mean I, I haven't really seen anyone use that in like a part of the VR game so that's like a a, a good one I mean that really adds up and I think you could also see yourself in a mirror yeah it's awesome like, yeah you can you can so you can put hats on it off <laughs> the from oh, the mirror oh that's
0: so talking about the hat issue, uh, Zim, Like yeah. uh, I only experienced it in the first uh, section of the game, but can you decide just to ditch your hat? Or Ooh, are you wearing it I by tried. default? Yeah,
3: I tried yeah. to ditch my hat. I don't remember. I think so. I think so. So once you unlock your first uh, set of suits and you take on the detective job, then you have the option of changing and you can take Ugh. it off. I don't know if from the very beginning, because you're in the office with the case files in front of you, if you yeah. can walk up to the coat hanger, look at yourself in the mirror, and literally take the hat off. Because you can't just take the yeah. hat off when you're standing on the street in the middle of a mission. The other thing yeah, I have yeah. to say, I totally forgot about this. The driving is amazing. It's really right. good. Um, they right, put you okay. in front of your car. You've got the gear shift for, like, oh, you've got really? forward and back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to turn the ignition on. You've got to drive. Uh, the thing drives like a goddamn yacht. The thing, It does not corner. And when you get in accidents, <laughs> you see the people's heads in the car you hit move like you impacted them and your guy next to you is like god that's coming out of your paycheck buddy but
1: fucking awesome but that's that's so nice like i uh when when the game wasn't out yet someone said to me like yeah can you drive cars like i no, they're never gonna do that you know they're gonna find something out for this and it's not gonna happen so like things like having hands in there have a mirror in there and a, a driving car it seems like rockstar wants to go a little bit Mm. More to yep. where like we as a VR community want to go. Yeah, so'm yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to see that. Those are really small things, maybe, but uh, as someone also said in the chat, you know uh, it adds up to the immersion, you know it's mm. great for making a sense of presence mm. when you see yourself. So having like a part of the VR game and have a mirror in there and and and, and add extra things shows that if you got a a, a a monitor game, a 2D game, casual game, whatever you call it, uh, 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 and then blend it in with VR. You can actually make something really nice out it out of it if you just put some time in it, some money, and
2: some. Work. Yeah, and but read between the lines here. You know
3: the... what they're doing. They are test betting before GTA six because exactly. they made the statement that yeah. GTA five was not going to be VRified, but they would make a concerted <laughs> effort in GTA six. I yeah. bet oh, you man. they're already working I, on that. I'm
4: telling you, this is like what I mean when when I say like developers are like dipping their toes. Like this is literally their... Yeah. They're dipping their toes into VR. Like, what what can we do with this? What is cool? What do people like? What yeah. don't they like? And uh, I'm telling you, GTA V, the hats are probably going to be removed. And if, if everyone's complaining <laughs> about
0: it, yeah. Well, this as well. You've got to remember that this is a game that was originally released in 2011 like and, and like you say about the facial animations in it, it was so impressive back then oh, because yeah. it was almost groundbreaking you know that kind of technology seen in a game yeah. so I am actually really excited to yeah. see it in VR and from what I saw at the very beginning it did look very impressive and like you say it adds to the immersion of the game but it's just these other bugs and bits and pieces that I'm going to have to deal with yeah. obviously being a Rift user to get around that problem but I'm, I'm willing to invest time to make it work on yeah. the Rift uh, and then maybe I'll get chance to play it more uh, later on this afternoon yeah. but it also kind of got me in the mood for for playing an, an, a detective game in VR, right? Because we don't really have that. Mm. And it got me looking at uh, The Invisible Hours on oh. the Oculus Store. Because that's a game that you've checked out, right?
3: Oh, The Sim? Invisible Hours is a must-buy, must-play. It is okay. basically to give the premise of the game, and I won't give any spoilers away, somebody dies and you have to investigate the murder. But right. so let's say there's eight players in the murder. I, I, I would like, I would call The Invisible Hours Clue or Cludo in VR. Yeah. And nice. you can, you can watch and participate in every piece that every, every character is doing from even before you start the game. It's amazing. The intricacy of the spaghetti net that they have with all the stories, the The way I played it, I latched onto one character who was like a total fringe guy. And I went and spent two hours with that guy. And I ignored the main, the main, the main show. And it was the quality of just that thread was like, holy shit, I have to play this from every angle now, because it was amazing. Right. Totally different game, and then you just come back mm-hmm. and you, you, you know, you follow the blind, I won't go into it, but gotta, yeah, gotta, gotta play that, you'll love it, time. Mike. It was I'm really good. Check it out. So,
0: so that's the thing, like, if I can't get, uh, you know, L.A. to R working properly, then uh, Invisible Hours will be the game uh, that i play. <laughs> worth mentioning, the writer, uh,
3: or one of the main writers behind Farpoint, wrote The Invisible Hours. Interesting. Both strong stories. If you're looking for a story game,
0: either Farpoint or The Invisible Hours are both very solid.
3: Okay, Um, that's that's very interesting.
0: So uh, we're going to be moving on uh, to another huge uh, experience. So we've talked about spending like 70, 100 plus hours in VR. Well, this is probably one of those titles where you probably will do that, because if you're an MMO fan, then this is probably probably what you've been waiting for. It is the full, the first fully realized fantasy virtual reality uh, massively multiplayer online role playing game, uh, and that is Orbis uh, VR. So this released yesterday in early access uh, on the 15th of December uh, for 35 $34.99 in British Pounds $39.99 in US Dollars and like I say it is an early access game but it features everything you love about an MMO so it's a huge open world there's dozens of hours of quests uh, with an intriguing story interesting lore characters you can have a pet dragon which sounds awesome uh, five player co-op uh, raids in dungeons uh, with big boss fights uh, in chat, in-game chat player trading uh, and you can also go fishing on your downtime uh, so it's got a lot to offer this game, so if you're into like a, a World of Warcraft of VR, then this is kind of touting as that's the game it's going to be. Uh, but Zim, you're the only one that's actually checked out this game. You you played this uh, recently, right?
3: I, I've actually been playing this over the last couple of months. Um, so okay. when I saw that it was the first MMO, and probably to preface my feedback, I'm not a guy who likes MMOs. Uh, I was first exposed to a Sharon's Call back in the day, uh, then EverQuest after that. Then played World of Warcraft for a very short bit before my wife, thankfully, his, fish hooked me out of it and said, You're not playing that game. I already lost a few friends to that, and I lost friends to that. Uh, <laughs> nothing against WoW people, but that would have consumed me. So I don't generally play MMOs, but I, I dipped into this about three, four months ago when they were doing um, kind of a closed beta. And for $60, you got in. So they were following a pricing structure, which is more expensive to get in when it's rougher. right? So you paid $60, you got in. Um, so I played it kind of two or three times with different character resets. Thankfully, the thing that I would say about Orbis at the very beginning, and what you look for when you play an MMO, is the community, which is hundreds of people, are really <coughs> welcoming. I, do, I I can only think of one group that I've walked up to and said, hey, can I join up with you guys? That has t- turned me away. Everyone else is like, "Welcome you in. You can have a party of five people. You go kill things. The variety of enemies is pretty good. It's also, it's not a very, uh, if you walk out of the the starter area, you're going to get wrecked. And the thing I did, the thing I did yesterday, having played the kind of earlier builds which only had maybe 3 areas you could explore, some dungeons and things like that. This is an MMO. There are full-on like dungeons you have to crawl through with 4 or 5 people that you only scrape it to the end. And only scrape beat the boss. I mean, it is it is a proper MMO, But you know, before it resets uh, in, a, in, a, in a I think, a half an hour time frame. So you really have to, if you want to be good at the game and experience what it's got, they got You mentioned it, Mike. There are a few different facets to this that are really cool. First off, one of the early quests, you can get like a pet dragon. And petting the little pet dragon, you get tactile feedback into your hand when you're petting, you're stroking its back. And it does this kind of curl its back as you stroke it down the back like this. Um, that felt really, really nice. Like that was like, oh my God, this is almost like Pokemon in VR or something. I've got my own little Pikachu here, uh, or a little Charizard, I should say. Um, so that was cool. But the, 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 the core systems in the game haven't, I was really surprised. They haven't really changed. The GUI is rough. Uh, the, right. the learning of how do I communicate with other players is difficult. You have to basically pull a compass off your hip and hold it towards your face and it turns red. You can talk to your party. Otherwise, it's just VoIP in game. You can walk around. I think the introduction as well, if you pick the game up, give it an hour or two. Because the intro bit is the weakest bit. It is It is like they've made text walls of this is how you play our game and this is how you use a sword. And there is some introduction, but the intro is the weakest part. Once you get in with a crew of three or four people or something, you don't have to know them. But as long as you're like fighting, battling wolves or ghosts or whatever... There's a really good scale of, of of places. The the other weakest point that I was gonna say is the travel. So you can walk around the land, or like in old Warcraft days, you can go get on a hovering flying ship and travel from point A to B. But they don't tell you. They need a big warning sign. It's a twenty minute circuit. You step on wow. the boat and you're like, okay. I had a buddy down the staircase and I got on the boat before him, and then I was like, oh no no don't worry I'll just come right I'll come right back around. <laughs> and it, it like like I'm like. You keep going around this place, place to place, castle, you know, kind of dune setting in the desert and keep going around. And you're like, when is this going to end? This bloody nightmare of me trying to get back to my buddy. <laughs> Wasted half the night. That's crazy. It was crazy. And everyone was, was bitching about that. But not, it's a,
1: it's so, a really um, quality experience. It's so just very you are, grindy. So what you're basically saying is if you are not really into MMOs and you want to start doing MMOs in VR, then this is a good starter? If you're... Sorry, say that again, Nathan. If you're not a... So if you are not really into MMOs, is this like a good starter thing to do in VR? If you
3: don't like the concept of MMOs, in other words, go kill 100 rats. Well, no, then... I
1: mean if you if you are curious about like oh, MMOs, MMOs. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think that the community and just the ride along, like you can literally you can be a level 1 player and ride with three level 6 players and be just totally fine. You just stand at the back and maybe fire bows. There's different classes so you can shoot a gun, shoot a shoot a bow. Go home, um, hold on melee yeah. with the sword attacks. Um, and there's different yeah. there's different ways to do it. The coolest thing, and Mike's, uh, Mike's lady would probably find this very interesting, is that the spell casting in the game, once you unlock it, and it'll take you probably three, four hours to get to the point where you unlock it, and you'll probably have to talk to people to find out where to go and meet this witch and complete her quest and all that kind of thing. You get this scraggly little stick. And it's with this scraggly little stick... You draw in space, on uh, a glyph, and those glyphs that you learn. If you learn a level seven glyph, and you go start a new character, and you draw that level seven glyph, which is complex, you can cast that spell. Nice. This is a skill-driven spell casting. So if you learn a twenty-level twenty, level 20 spell, which is you know three four symbols, and you have to draw nice. it accurately, or it, it cancels, um, you can do it. So that That's is neat. a really nice That's very neat. That's spin very yeah. neat. and there was yeah. one thing that, that you mentioned
4: cool. that i found really interesting as well and i i, I kind of noticed that in vr games in general is that you said that the the people are so welcoming in uh, in so those kind of things and yeah. i, I kind of yeah. wonder if it's maybe because you're in virtual reality and you're actually face to face with a person which makes it much more of a personal thing that people are much more likely to say okay yeah come on let's join than Maybe in mm. another game when you're just watching a screen it's it's easier mm. maybe It's hard to ignore someone to who's it. in your face.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, it's I agree that. with you Roddy. There is a human element to it.
2: Yeah. Mm. That's yeah, interesting.
1: Or maybe VR is too expensive for the trolls out there <laughs> <laughs> actually I do think there's it's a newness point. factor here yeah. I do think there's yeah. a newness yeah. factor here
0: Yeah, but the cool thing about this is like not only can you just go out and have crazy adventures on your own or with a group of other people doing a raid or a quest yeah. you can just go and relax as well like you've got a, a house that you can decorate yeah. uh, and add stuff to you can craft potions you can go fishing you can pet your pet dragon uh, and, and that's really nice so it is kind of like a fully fledged world that you could spend time in yep. but like other big uh worlds that are like this that you could spend time in with other players it really needs the player base and the community to get behind it right because it's all well and good if you've got a thriving community that are helpful and want to play with you and yep. show you the ropes and and keep going back to do these quests and leveling up but if the players don't grip a game like this then it kind of dies in a way like we've seen this with uh, other online only games so I really hope that this kind of pulls people in and attracts people to this platform because if this is what you want to get into then then great and I hope you have a great experience but I hope that the player base stays with it because again it's quite an expensive title like it's, uh, it's what thirty-four it's ninety-nine in it's too expensive
3: pants. right now honestly Mike and I would just say that if you are new into it. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I would say, unlike other games, I've because, because it's an MMO and it tr- attracts the more nerdy quadrant of, and sticky quadrant of uh, I don't mean sticky unclean, I mean sticky as in they glomp onto an MMO and stay with it and learn yeah. it and support and all that. It's like a support community, right? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've always yeah. found people online whenever I touch that game. And I mean okay. I, I don't just mean one or two, I mean like 20, 30, 50 yeah. um, scattered around the place. So there's a really cool thing I want to highlight because if you do decide that's for me, I want to go into it. Look for people with capes. So early backers got capes. Uh, so there's founders capes and there's early backers capes. So I'm the kind of yeah. second tier of that. But those people will already understand the game, can answer yeah. your questions, and generally will be the ones who I know will welcome you with open arms. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
2: that's cool.
1: So but what is, what like is your to- what is your prediction for this game? Will like af- let's say after two three months, are there still people playing it? Uh, from my experience last
3: night, in the first hour, I probably would have answered you, oh god, definitely not. Look at how terrible that is. It's feckin' broken. They haven't even fixed stuff in four months. But, then I got in with groups. Then I got to understand some of the stuff they've added. My prediction is, three months from now, this game will still be kicking it. Because it's, yeah. because of the community who's in there is latched in there. And yep. it is actually very replayable. Those dungeon raids... You can't do, tell me another VR title right now where you can go on a proper full-on two-hour dungeon raid and take down some big badass monster. When you walk through some of the gates, I got, I I went along with some level 20 guys um, when I played it three months ago. And you could go through what looks like this demonic gate. And you go through this and you fight this giant rock monster. And you all have to use your special abilities in different classes in order to take this thing down, dropping stalactites from the ceiling down on this thing. Spoiler. Um <laughs> that was the wrong order. I'm sorry. But like you gotta figure out how to take this thing down. And it's yeah. hard. Yeah. That is that yeah. is good gameplay. So yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's actually on a winner. I think it's really rough. The GUI and yeah. the, the, the new player start totally needs to be redesigned. But if you can get past the text and the intro bit and find some people to talk to, mm. learn the game that way. Don't don't learn the game because of how the game teaches it to you. Find a
0: player. I think as well, like with community driven games like this, though, it needs to have a free barrier to entry to test it first, because a bit like Final Fantasy, like the online version of that, you know, you can basically play the game for free up until a certain level, and then you pay to get in. And that would have been a smarter pricing model, I think, in my opinion, and I would have been more inclined to go and try it out, I think. Yeah, 100%, Mike, that's a beautiful idea. I'll pass that back to the devs. So yeah, like if I was them, that's the, the the way I would go. I would say you know play to level five for free, uh, you know experience the community, talk to our community. If you like our game, Very then smart. you can back it. Yeah, that would be yeah, my definitely. way of like, doing it. But so maybe maybe that'll happen. Who knows? But uh, I don't know even if Steam allows that kind of. Uh, uh, payment structure in steam because i know final fantasy have their own way of of paying for it i think it's a monthly thing mm. uh but yeah you know all vr i love the fact that you know people are trying uh, new genres in vr and an mmo was something that we hadn't experienced before so i am interested i probably will go and check it out at yeah. some point uh mm, but yeah, yeah so if you're an mmo fan you you dig uh, you know the world of warcraft maybe you should go and check this one out in vr you touched a also- good
3: point there mike
0: flat fee mmo
3: not <laughs> subscription And that's actually a big attractor for MMO fans, because if you're used to paying
0: hundreds of quid a year for your MMO, 40 (laughs) quid isn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, moving on from vacation with friends in MMOs and fishing by the lake in MMOs, you can now go on a vacation in VR, and that is with Vacation Simulator from Alchemy Labs, obviously the (laughs) studio that brought you uh, Job Simulator and Rick and Morty, Virtual Yeah. They're working on their new title, which is Vacation Simulator. So after pondering the progression of life, the universe and job, uh, they came to the natural conclusion that first you job and then you vacation. So uh, now you can experience the vacation, relaxation and of course uh, sunburn in VR. So uh, this is going to be coming to Oculus Rift, HTC Vive and PSVR in 2018. Uh, so, what do you guys think of this? This is kind of a fun title. I I got in <laughs> yeah. I got into Job Simulator and enjoyed my time with that game, and also Rick and Morty. So, I'm pretty intrigued about Vacation Simulator because uh, it's a fun title for all the family to play as well. You know, it's a yeah. uh, it's, it's it's a very casual kind of game, but it is very fun as well. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think of this one?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, it's funny. Uh, last week, when uh, because the trailer got announced at the Video Game Awards. Yeah. Um, I, I did actually a trailer reaction that I never uploaded. That never made it to the public. I'm sorry. I did have fun though. I was oh, really you fun have too. To it I, down, I actually no no, no. To We're not down. gonna do that. We're not gonna <laughs> do no that. But, out of this But now. I, I I checked I checked this one minute trailer and I spent around like ten minutes talking about it. But um, um, so what I discovered after watching the trailer like four times is that um, so. Uh, job Simulator, the basic game, was just you uh, grabbing a cartridge, going into, you know, the job, and, and, and that's it. But now with this new one, uh, it's more like an, an open world. Now It's not open world in a way where it's Skyrim or Fallout. It would be nice though, like a huge Job Simulator world. But it's like a, a small little like town square in a way, you know? But then like on a beach, and um, what I discovered is So you got all kinds of jobs and I think you can uh, unlock certain jobs and play them and every time you play uh, well it's not really a job you're on vacation but you're still kind of jobbing in a way you know Um, you will earn cash and with that cash you can buy items because if you uh, check out the trailer you see an actual shop. So you will be able to jump and actually get something in return and then spend that money on well, useless stuff uh, i'm afraid <laughs> but that's what i i could discover but lots of like mini games from building sand castles to uh catching bugs uh, uh uh working out doing like yoga in a way um beach volleyball things like that that's all i could see in the trailer but um yeah i'm, I'm excited and it's so nice i mean they bring it out on every platform yeah. No, no bullshitting around. Vive, PlayStation VR, uh, Oculus, and uh, no pimax I'm sorry, sweet. Viber. Experience uh, company button. that is
4: doing virtual reality more experienced than Bethesda. True. Again,
2: yeah, that's true. With a vacation simulator, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, no, you're ten.
0: right alchemy uh, have, have done very well in their their uh, you know experience within VR and they implement some really nice features as well for for people like us that want to show off content because you can change the field of view you can have in-game cameras uh, all sorts of cool neat features uh, for people that want to share VR experiences with other people uh, that other studios just don't do uh, you know we've talked about this before but alchemy are, are, are a really cool studio so uh, I'm excited about this but also they re- released a, a free update to jobs simulator recently which is called infinite overtime oh, yeah. uh, and now each of the jobs you can just play forever <laughs> infinitely yeah. um, but it was funny fidget spinners fidget spinners in, in yeah. vr which is like total next level you know if you're into fidget <laughs> spinners you go and check that out but it, it, what, something that you mentioned i caught on there Nathy, is do you actually have to play job simulator to earn money to then pay for stuff on your vacation or is that
1: <laughs> i guess so yeah it's <laughs> <definitely awesome. laughs> like a goodie shop Um, and and I don't know what you will be able to buy but that's the funny thing it's such a sharp trailer and when you watch it once it's like okay well this is just a a silly thing but if you like replay the scenes you can really discover what it's all about Um, and um, it's also funny that at the end of the trailer you see them like barbecuing and you got like the hamburgers with the vive and the oculus logo on there and it says like 2018 maybe so it's like, <laughs> maybe it's not even going to go out in 2018. Maybe it's going to be 2020. But then it also says yeah. probably. Uh, probably. Probably,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: All
3: right, quick uh, yeah. quick, quick quiz here. You can play along in chat if you want. Guys, first of you to answer this question accurately uh, is going to get a prize. All right, here we go. Alchemy Labs, what was their first VR title?
0: It's, uh, the job simulator is the obvious choice, but I don't think it was. <laughs> mm. I have no I'm idea. Just
1: wait for a second here. Drum roll. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, chat's got <laughs> it.
3: Chat's got it. Okay, go on. What is Andreas it? Andreas got it. So it's ah, uh, for the awesome. It's the oh, game yeah, where yeah, you yeah, you plummet uh, from top no to bottom. Way. Are
1: you kidding me? no that was is alchemy's that first game like first... that was an awesome game no. uh, i love that like, is that like the the yellow logo with ah and then you were falling down in vr oh god no way yeah the game is with the like longest name on steam right i didn't do this what the heck Darn it. they're like a, a like around for a while then they're yeah. they're that's one like, of the first like one of
3: the first i would say from back in the back oh in the day yep yeah. one of the first wow. games that actually was available on steam along with things like lunar flight and um god There was not a lot.
1: The heck, okay. There you go. So uh, sorry,
3: just fun little, uh, fun little game. There, I thought you guys might enjoy some trivia. Yeah. 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 So,
1: Um, but also, I don't underestimate the fact that um, uh, um, Alchemy Labs has been bought by Google. So uh, um, I'm I'm sure there will be more interesting stuff happening in the in the near future. Hmm. Um, I, I really hope that that Alchemy Labs is going to be one of the uh developers out there that is also going to uh, push the way we regard games forward because they mm-hmm. are one of the only ones that have like a lot of settings that like no youtuber uses funny enough i'm always seeing like new gameplays popping up but you can smooth the camera out you can make it move really slowly really cinematic feel of view zooming out zooming in They um, got you twitch can, integration uh, put, as, like, as well nathy also yep. also yeah don't yeah yeah that's right and and you can put cameras everywhere So they really know how it's done, you know, and, uh, Agree. But I No, think I, They
0: made some good games. I, t- I totally agree. And uh, when we was at OC4, we actually met yeah. one of the guys who works for Alchemy, so maybe I'll try and reach out for him and see if he uh, is interested in being on the show when yeah, uh, a Vacation Simulator comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sounds, yeah. Good. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, <laughs> moving on, because uh, the show has sort of gone on for a bit and we've had some technical issues, as you're probably aware. Uh, but yeah. there is a Winter Sale coming soon. Winter is coming, as they say in uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, the Winter Sale is now on on the Oculus Store. It has actually started yesterday, so if you want to pick up some titles uh, for a little bit of uh, a reduction in price, then head over to the Oculus Store now. Uh, the Steam Winter Sale uh, is anticipated to start on the 21st of December and roll on through to the 4th of January. So hopefully there'll be a lot of VR titles involved in yeah. the Steam Winter yeah. Sale as well. Um, So that's going to be really, really cool. So if there's anything that you're really, really intrigued about picking up, uh, let us know in the chat, like, what's the title that you're really waiting for to be reduced in price? I'd be intrigued to know uh, some of your suggestions. But while you're uh, typing away in the chat, I've got a question from one of our listeners of the show on uh, my YouTube channel. So this is a question from Carl Rhodes for you guys. And this is, uh, hey, guys, love the show. Could I request a discussion topic? What games, experiences would you all recommend playing to train yourself to be more tolerant to VRC? sickness interesting question
3: good question windlands
0: what you guys yeah
1: windlands is, will do, it. Uh, windlands will do it hardcore man yeah there no no no. because i've i've,
3: I've indoctri- we've we've actually it's a it's a question i got about two years ago and we were like what game is gonna do it but windlands perf- performance is not a question on any platform that's the greatest mm. thing is it that because of the way the game works it's got baked lighting it runs smooth as silk on any of the platforms you can get it works on all three mm-hmm. platforms um, lovely color, decent price for a game that's quality. It's not too long either. You know, you can probably beat the game in about 6-7 hours. I 100 percented it on PSVR in 16, so it, it's not, yeah. not too long either. But you it's the perfect thing for triggering initial, I'll call it virgin VR person's like VR sickness. And again, the golden rule, I'll reiterate it really quickly. If you feel anything, come out immediately. Do not man up and push through it. Do not man up and push through it. Otherwise, you'll ingrain that in your body and you'll actually get sicker. It'll take you longer to get your legs. Then, yeah. when you feel good, and I mean 100%, not 99%, you come back in, give it another go. Mm-hmm. The equivalent is if if you're a dude and you're trying stilettos for the first time, you know, no judgments. You're trying stilettos <laughs> for the first time. You're not going to man up and try to, you know, walk down all the way down Fifth Street. You're going you're gonna to take it maybe around the block and then take them mm-hmm. off and take a bit of a breather and then go again. That's what you need to do. And if you do that and you're you're legitimately like you know concentrated on that effect trust me with the current headsets because of the again the frame rate that you're getting in there within within two weeks it's for most people it's five or six days you'll you'll be there
4: i think i think it's very important to start with a title that has no locomotion at all just a title Hmm. where you need to move a lot yourself i think that's very important like your, your first experience yeah. needs to be to 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 get used to like virtual reality just in general because I it can already yeah. be a sickening experience i think it's that's very true. important yeah. that you have a title in which you move a lot and the title i would say then i know you don't like it zim i know you don't super hot i think
2: i didn't, that's title like it. I didn't say it wasn't game lot.
3: of the year i, I think super hot is a good uh, because again hater. it's a low poly high frame rate experience yeah, yeah. that has motion in it the only thing I would say is, I don't know that super hot will give you VR legs
4: for titles like no, no. Locomotion but in, in off, VR like Minecraft. Like that it's, stuff it's when is you gonna build still right wreck off Like you start with a title that you mm. need to like move a lot and then you move to a title where you, for example, have some teleport, or like, then you move to, for example, Windlands, you move then to a title like uh, yeah, where you need to teleport. I agree with you. We got a seven step
1: then, program here. A seven step course, program. Course, one, like one, one, one. He, just, <laughs> he just jumped into Windlands, it's too late. It's serious Sam, just serious
4: Sam way the trampoline in up and uh, you try that two I, times I was, and you uh, you have vr
1: legs I, I i think like i i don't really have like a specific game you should play but if i think about uh games that only happen in one room then escape rooms are very nice uh, usually they are like happening in one tiny space um and something else that i can also recommend is uh it's called freedom locomotion uh that's like a, an app an mm. experience where you can test out different sorts of locomotion and, and see if they work for you. If you are interested in at least exploring new- That's on Steam, <laughs> is it Nathie? That's on Steam? Yeah, that's Steam. Uh, Freedom Locomotion VR and uh, yeah, it, you can test like walking, but that's also something you should do later. Mm. As Rowdy said, go for something maybe in one room or uh, also one that is interesting maybe is a perfect VR, like a relaxation demo, uh, but it all happens in one place. You know, you can mm. walk to, A a torch and grab it, or get a coconut or something like that. Don't make, don't make people buy that game, uh, Nathi,
3: please. That is the most disappointing. okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: But you're you're totally right. You've got to take it in stages. And, like, I think from what he said was that he's kind of almost tried the the standing still experiences. He wants to sort of train himself for locomotion. But I think Windlands is a great suggestion. And I echo what Zim said you know, like, when you start getting that hot feeling or you're feeling a bit sweaty, uh, then just stop straight away. Because also, what I I found as well, like, very early on in the beginning, I tried, uh, I jumped straight into, like, Half Life VR mod and was like, sliding around the place <laughs> and it literally uh. like it literally knocked me flat for about three hours. Oh, uh, but yeah. but also what you start to do is you start Ugh. to associate that feeling with the smell of the headset uh, as well and other things, ooh, and it can cause yeah. you real problems. So I, I wouldn't Weird. push push through. I would just, like you say, ooh. take it in steps, have little breaks. Also, ginger ale is a really nice way of uh, helping you with motion sickness. It's, uh, it's like kind of one of those things that's supposed to help. So I'd recommend you check out uh, ginger ale as well. Uh, but yeah, like once you get to that point, take little sessions with like windlands or something similar, and that'll build your VR legs. And, you, and after a little while, you'll, you'll be you much really
4: better. If you really want to get into like you know the top end of like VR sickness, and uh, we still, Nati, we still need to drop Zim and Mike in there. We need to go into I already VR know what chat. Going go through like the roller coaster. <laughs> VR And, chat and if you can are... do that without puking, then you definitely have VR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's VR chat you VR go to like the roller coaster you know and they have like this uh, this uh, this wheel that goes around but you can adjust the settings like someone else can like adjust the setting and it it can go it's, yeah. it's as big yeah. as it's probably like the London Eye you know but it yeah, goes yeah. like you can literally like you know i think around a per second or something so you go in there and it, you go yeah. Ooh, yeah. if you don't yeah. get of that it, then you then it, you not only have—you uh, not only immune to VR sickness; you are immune to any kind of motion yeah. sickness I'll ever. Take the
1: challenge! I'll take the challenge, <laughs> and we will record this. Yeah, it's, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's so funny to talk about this because for me, it's like it's not really there anymore. Last time I got really sick was Serious Sam with Rowdy, but the speed was just oh. like too heavy. Uh, I, I couldn't handle it. Uh, It was it was because we jumped on the
4: trampolines for like 20 minutes or something, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, that's also okay, yeah, that's true. But then you can feel it in your headset and then yeah, just take it off. Don't keep on playing, don't do it because it it will like I got scared once too, where I got really sick and I didn't touch VR for like a week. I was like, maybe maybe I shouldn't. I was scared in a way. I I had that feeling when I I put it on, I was like, "No, no, here we go again. Yeah, um, so yeah, take it easy with that. Um and uh, yeah, then you, you will listen be- Listen your body. body, right?
3: Listen to your body. Because yeah. we I've seen back in the DK1, DK2 days when we didn't, the thing that really makes the difference, by the way, if anyone's tried mobile VR headsets, not having positional tracking-
0: Yeah, it makes oh, a big difference. To different day
3: yeah. <laughs> can get me in my stomach. Like if I oh, sit down yeah. with a Gear VR at a convention or something yeah. and I'm like yeah. moving like this yeah. and it's not yeah. tracking that lateral motion, yeah. that that is like, Muh! you know, <laughs> you yeah. gotta feel it. And again, I, you, you, I gotta follow the rules. So even to this day- Four years into VR, I still follow that golden rule, which is if I feel sick, yeah. just come out.
0: You know, yeah, if, you're, if you're on a right. live yeah.
3: show or something, talk to yeah. people. You know, and then yeah. just wait until you're better. If you're not better, cancel. You
0: know, whatever. Yeah. So, so, what suggestions have we got in the chat for titles that people want to pick up in the uh, the winter sales? Before I sort of wrap this one up.
3: Oh, and oh, I was going to say, Mike, a, I've, I've, uh, I had a look at this forward. live as well. They, the, so, the Oculus Home Store has an interesting bundle, a couple of bundles, uh, which they've got like the red bundle, the green bundle. Something that frustrates me with Oculus is they throw three or four rubbish games around <laughs> three fucking yeah. awesome games. I have yet to see a pack that is seven great titles or even six. Okay. I haven't seen that yet from Oculus, and I need—they should do that.
0: Although the, what they do do is uh, do do is that if um, you've bought one of those titles already, you do get a reduction in price on the overall mm. bundle if you own one of those titles already, which is kind of cool.
3: True. And some of the some of the daily discounts and and kind of burner discounts are worthwhile. So, yeah. I, the, the thing I'm worried about at Oculus Home, I gotta say, you guys were talking about it earlier. Um, yeah. When they put money on digital items, and you can pay for an item to have in your virtual house, then we've gone far enough into the rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the, the new Oculus update has like loot boxes in a way. Those are so good. I'd they love are them. good. They are. I love uh, that. But why
3: is it because it's experience driven? I think yeah. if they keep it without it's money true. associated with it, it is going to keep me interested in Oculus home. It's going to keep me playing their titles. It's a secondary market to the primary market, which is buy our games. You buy our games, yeah. you play those games, you get free stuff. They should yeah. keep that. That works incredibly well. And it is friendly and it's warm and it feels like a game in it itself. So
0: there you have it, guys. If you want to feel like you're friendly and warm, go to Oculus Home. That's the only option. (laughs) But I'm going to wrap this week's show up because we have dragged on a lot. I know we talked about Fallout 4 a lot. I know we we, missed some of that chat as well, so I apologize. Uh, I've got some real internet problems going on right here, so I'm going to have to sort them out after this week's show. But I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We are obviously having a great time making this show. So just to remind you, it's obviously a a weekly AR, VR, and MR talk show, live-streamed every Saturday on Nathy's YouTube channel. Tune in at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in UK, 9 a.m. in Central US. Check out the audio-only version on iTunes or Google Play Music. And, uh, yeah, we will see you on next week's show. So I hope you've enjoyed this one. Apologies for the technical issues. We'll get them resolved. And uh, see you on next week's show.
2: Bye-bye.